good morning or evening or afternoon or wherever you are when you watch this um if you are pretty much alive and you saw that Derek Chauvin has been convicted on all accounts found guilty on all accounts okay he's a murderer it I was shocked. I'm not going to lie. I just didn't have any faith in the justice system that he would be convicted. I thought they would surely come back, if not innocent, <laughs> um, a hung juror, a mistrial. I, I, I just knew he would get off in some form, some way, because that's just how it's been. Okay? Um, but when they came back and it was guilty on all I was like wow a, a small piece of history is being made here however and I hate to be the you know the Debbie Downer but I, I need sentencing to back up what these charges are irregardless to his appeals because I'm pretty sure he's going to appeal I need sentencing to back up what his charges are I would love life in prison you know death penalty would be great too but you know whatever I would just hate to come eight weeks down the line I believe it was eight weeks when they're done with all whatever the paperwork they got to do and filings and things it gets reduced or he ends up some kind of way getting a super light sentence or even just some something time served just some mess it's some mess. I want justice to suit the conviction. Um, so we'll just have to watch and see how it plays out. But I believe his family for now can breathe. Breathe a sigh of, of relief a little bit. Just, you know, the jury came and did their job. Um, I think the prosecution did a wonderful job, all of them, you know, presenting the case. Um, I especially like the doctor, the older white doctor that spoke about how it was not a drop of oxygen left in that man's body. Just horrifying, you know, and the um, visuals they gave uh, with the um, drawing, the uh, digital drawing of how the officers were pinning him down and just, it was a good trial even though I'll be honest I did not watch it all the way through because there were times when I felt George Floyd was on trial and that was pissing me off I'm like stay focused he's not on trial but that's so far said and done um <clears throat> what do you think do you think the sentencing will match the conviction do you feel there would be any, in my air quotes, changes um, that will make this off or not? <clears throat> in other news, the father and son shootout that was captured on video. I, I watched that video several times in disbelief to see a son literally aiming at his father with the intent to kill him. I'm like, 
I hate to be like, oh my God, is this happening? Because it, it happens. It's just not caught on videotape, you know. But to see it and know that that's, that happened in real time was was just so disheartening because how do you come back from, how do you come back as a father and son from that? Can that relationship be repaired? And I do think for the son to have even bought a gun, because what started it, if I, I don't even think I gave y'all a little bit of details, the son bought a gun into the house, the father saw it through the imprint of his clothes, it was like, you can't have that in my house, give me that gun, something like this, and then the father, when the son refused, it said the father went and got his gun, and that's where I'm a little fuzzy, did he go, did the father go get his gun to make the son turn over the gun or did the son perhaps pull the gun and have and then the father got his gun to defend itself that's what those words weren't said um but i'm gonna assume that's why the father even went to get his gun because i don't see how the son saying no you can't have my gun and then you go grab your gun was you gonna point it at your son hand over the gun so nonetheless the, the shootout and it, it happened it, it got down to the nitty gritty and it's like what if you had a shot and killed your dad or what if the dad had a shot and killed his son but the father would not be charged they are saying it was self-defense he was defending himself and his home so he would not be charged his son however did get caught and he got caught with the gun on him also i'm driving into work so if you hear any of the outside um, this actually you might hear my ID which I'm going to try to quiet up I didn't realize it was on me um, the son is going to be charged so who I, I, I never want my relationship to go left where me and my kids get involved in the shootout again we don't know the details the relationship of the father and son but when you can have a shootout with your child you know, and again, he's defending himself and the son is shooting. You know, it's, it's, it's a break. It's something broke somewhere in this relationship. And, and you just you just have to make that assumption. Um, Kobe's wife, she is not going to sign back up with Nike because she doesn't like how Nike um, does not keep for the, sh the short version, she does not keep enough, Nike don't keep enough shoes in stock. Kobe's shoes, she said, sell out in seconds. And she feel that a lot of um, children just don't have the ability to get them that fast. And she want them to be able to get Kobe's shoes. So she would rather not stay signed on tonight. I found that very, very interesting. Um, how she thinks of others, you know, perhaps in some way, I'm going to say it, and I know it'll probably come out wrong, but perhaps there are lower income families who put their kids' shoes in the railway, or they just have to wait till they get a couple of checks, and they want to go back and get the shoe, you know, you know, not everybody has two, three hundred dollars to just go grab some shoes. But just because they don't have it don't mean you, they can't get it at a later date. And if the shoes are constantly sold out, you know, I could understand her wanting to make sure everyone who loved Kobe and is a fan of his shoes 
have access to them and they shouldn't make just a limited set amount of his shoes so that that was interesting um yeah i found that to be interesting um overall michigan is trying to kill us it is the end of april we are knocking on may and we have a <laughs> freeze advisory in effect i'm like are you, are you kidding me right now oh grab your winter coat and grab your boots michigan hates us and that's the we're shaped like a mitten i don't I really don't know why i'm tripping michigan is shaped like a mitten so you know we're getting what it gives okay shaped like a mitten you should expect mitten wearing weather right huh what is the weather like in your state wherever you are and you're listening to me send me a message on the anchor app you have the ability to send a message um and you can talk to me you can give me your thoughts um any conversations you want on this app also in the news um r kelly he's being moved to new york so they can get it going with him but his longtime girlfriend who defended him to the ninth who um you know always had his back she apparently says she has her own truth to tell that she too was a victim of r kelly allegedly and she went on her patreon and expressed this and want to now speak out against R. Kelly. I wonder what changed that made her want to make this revelation. She was really diehard for him. Um, some people are saying it's money. She need money, so she's fabricating this. Um, some people are saying this is the truth. You know, again, all alleged to proven, et cetera, et cetera. But I do find it interesting that she is coming out with this now. Um, but in, it's, there's no time when you can't speak about it. So good for her for speaking up. If this is her truth and she wants it out, well, here we go. It is about to come out. So that was quite interesting that that hit the news about R. Kelly. Oh, so people can't drive. Y'all, if it's one thing I am not a big fan of, it's people that can't drive. <laughs> I know, it's a silly thing to say, but my road rage sometimes gets the best of me. And so I have to <laughs> calm down, drink my wine. Well, I'm driving, so now, ooh, let me fix this. So somebody be like, she's drinking and driving. I'm talking about like at the end of the day, you know, have my wine, <laughs> unwind my temper down because I'd be ready to fight. <laughs> um, that's really it for this podcast. It is a short podcast. It is not a long one. I just wanted to talk about um, those few items that popped up. Um, oh, and one more thing. 
this this pandemic if it's been nothing i mean outside of everything we're dealing with this pandemic has been a eye opener and a truth teller of the relationships and friendships you thought you had if you thought you was in a relationship the pandemic revealed that you were not be it family friendship man woman dating all of it all of it came to light as for what it truly was i've seen so many friendships literally go to shit and that's the nicest way to put it people are not friends um that they thought were friends like i mean they hung out before the pandemic they frequent in each other's homes they truly don't fuck with each other since the pandemic started um marriages all gone to shit you know realizing that i never loved you never wanted to be with you they're divorcing amidst this pandemic um dating life you know um couples that i know that live together that they've been living together as a couple um said they didn't really know each other because they had to sit and be under each other and that was at the height of the pandemic you know when we were all locked in place and things like that so coming home well not coming home but home and you can't leave you got to talk to your mate one lady said she hadn't truly had a conversation with her mate in years and she didn't know how i was like wow um the pandemic was revealing and if any lesson was taught to anyone i i strongly advise us all because i was taught some lessons too um learn from them and learn from them fast because the losses we took losing loved ones people die, literally dying overnight <sighs> so much loss literal loss emotional loss you know mental loss just a lot of loss and then there were a lot of gains you people gained inspiration people gained more self-respect for themselves people actually gained new relationships um a lot of babies were born okay we was fucking a lot and raw okay a lot of babies came out of this um what did the pandemic teach you what did you learn that you didn't know before this pandemic? Again, there is a message me button on this app. I'm recording this originally on the Anchor app. So if you're listening to it on any other platform, I do not think there's a way to reach out to me. But there will be my email um, in the description box. Um, or you can go to my YouTube channel and click the email under the About tab. Let me know what did the I would love to hear some things the pandemic taught you and with your permission, just let me know if I can use it in a up and coming podcast um, with some real life. I'll leave names. I don't need names. I won't put any names. I'll just put a viewer stated. Um, if you would like to do that, let me know. Um, yeah, and that's it for this podcast. Y'all stay safe out there. Um, and I'm out. That is it for this podcast. Thanks for coming back. I will talk to y'all later.